Super Bowl 54 is set. It seems like just yesterday we were doing our division previews. We were talking about the mock drafts. We were talking about all this, and now it's almost over. Super Bowl 54, Kansas City and San Francisco. Welcome to the final score. It is Martin Luther King Day. Happy Martin Luther King Day. We are recording this on a Monday on January the 20th, 2020. How about that? January 20th, 2020. How many 20s can we get in here? Uh, Lynn, Lynn Bryant is with me as always. Lynn is mobile again. He's a busy man. I, how, many miles, how many miles does that car have on it? Oh, a lot. A lot. It's, it's over 100. It's now, got, I've had this car since 2010, though. I've had this car for 10 well, years. Well, that's not bad for 10 years just being over 100. So, but you yeah. don't use it a lot in New York. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, talk a little bit about, let's talk a little bit, of, of course, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl. Um, I was listening today, and we talked about, you know, in the last episode, we talked about Antonio Brown, and we talked about how, what we felt was has gone on with Antonio Brown ever since the Vontez Burflick, uh hit. He has been a little off his rocker. Um and listening to, you know, I, I was just browsing on YouTube, and Stephen A. Smith had a response. It said a response to Antonio Brown calling him out, which who hasn't he called out? I'm starting to wonder if he's going to call me out for long. Um, and he was just saying, you know, of course, Drew Rosenhaus, his agent, has dropped him until he gets help. Uh, we talked about that says a lot right there. Yeah, the but, house will deal with anybody. Yeah, and then we talked about the the police. The police down there in Hollywood had returned his donation because they didn't want any ties with him. And you know, Stephen A. Smith said, "You know, I'm not really going to attack him because." And he said it just like we did. Just cause, he said, "I think there's something going on." He said, "There's a lot of talk about CTE since." That Vontez Burflick hit, and you know, because because Antonio Brown pretty much told him we can talk. He tw- of course he's on Twitter calling people out about every day, talking about we can definitely talk. We can come, you can come down here and we'll we'll have a talk. And you know, he kept saying talk over and over again. So um, yeah, he has thrown away his career. I don't know if anybody's going to take a chance with that guy anymore. But just that was just on my mind as we. As we started the show today, but Super Bowl, I mean, you couldn't ask for a better matchup. You've got the high-powered offense of the Kansas City Chiefs against the dominating defense of the San Francisco 49ers. Something's going to have to give there, and yeah. and we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that as uh, next week. Next but, week. Yeah, we're talking about it. KC better not get down 24 nothing than 49ers. Though. No, that's gonna no. be a difference. KC, we'll, they can't. Okay, we'll, they can't we'll you, know, you know, KC can't go down like they have, or can they? That's that's a good question. Can they go down? Do they look at it as it's it's like a challenge now? Because they did this in, in no. the Tennessee game as well. Not quite as bad as the week four, but of course, let's talk. Let's talk about that game. Tennessee and Kansas City Arrowhead Stadium. Uh, a cool, crisp 19 degrees at game time. Felt like it wow. was five degrees. So a little chilly out there. It might might uh, have a little bit of uh, frost around. But 
Cold is cold, though. After a certain point, I don't think it matters. I, I don't know. There's, there's been plenty of times. I don't. I, I know you were a young guy then, and I, I, so was I. But uh, 81, the AFC Championship game, probably the coldest game. Maybe, maybe even colder than the ice. More bowl. than the ice bowl? No, it wow. wasn't the ice bowl. I think it was colder than the ice bowl. San Diego, of course, really out of their element, traveled to Cincinnati, and I remember that game being so. They were talking about how cold it was, and listen to some of the players uh, in the in the documentary talk about just walking out on the field, and you had to have stuff wrapped up. Content, I mean, layers and layers wrapped up just to go out on the field. That was how cold it was. Uh, so San Diego was really out of their element playing there, and it showed as they they got dominated that day by by the uh, Bengals. But you know, we talked about this in the week coming up to this game about how you felt like Mr. Gold Jacket was going to, and the Kansas City Chiefs were going. Oh, exactly. this. But I had you know I had Tennessee saying well, they were built. I thought ten nothing. When I saw ten nothing, I was like, ooh. They were they were built to to uh, beat this team, and early on it looked that way. And I mean, Tennessee got the ball first, went right down the field, had to settle for a field goal, which that was the first. I don't know if you saw that. That was their first field goal attempt in a month. Every time, oh, wow. they, every time they've been in the red zone up until uh, for a month up until yesterday, they got touchdowns, and. Uh, then they get they a stop. Them, though. Yeah, they, yeah. Then, then they they kick the ball back to Kansas City. They get a stop. They get the ball back, and they just start moving down the field. They're moving the ball down the field, and next thing you know, Derrick Henry with another touchdown to add to his postseason, great postseason he's had, and he gets another touchdown, and it's ten nothing, just like that. And I'm thinking, you know, here we go. But you never, you never count Kansas City out. I mean that. No. I'll say this: the weak, the weak link on there is their defense. Their offense can come back. They proved that last week against Houston. They can come back from almost anything. Uh, and, and but if Mahomes doesn't get hurt, don't count them out. That's, that's, yeah, well, as long as Mahomes, when Mahomes is on the field, you're exactly right. He, that's 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 the key there, Mahomes, because. Man, that guy makes everything happen with his not only with his arm but with his feet too, and he showed that. Oh, yesterday. he had an awesome run! Oh my gosh! So it's ten to seven. They get on the board. It's ten to seven at the end of the first. Tennessee gets another touchdown, and you think you know? I'm thinking you know Tennessee is if they keep scoring back and forth like as long as they keep scoring touchdowns, you know they they can't lose. Well, the the Kansas City defense tightened up after that second quarter. And that was uh, up until, I think up until late in the fourth, Tennessee didn't score. And that was, and what I thought was the key was after they, Kansas City scored a, a 20-yard pass to Tyreek Hill to cut it to three. And the big thing for me was after that, because there was like, I think it was like four minutes left in the half then when Tennessee got the ball back. And I was like, you know, Tennessee needs yeah. a long a long drive that ends with a they touchdown. Need yep. They need a touchdown here because Kansas City got the ball first the second half. And you can, you don't want to go down to uh, Kansas City at they that time. They could double up. 
Yeah, exactly. So instead of that, instead of having a long drive, they get a th- they go three and out, and you give Mahomes the ball, and and he goes right down the field. Of course, he has that twenty-seven yard touchdown run, which was uh, oh my gosh, the guy was just <laughs> I, I didn't think I, there, was, there was two or three times I thought he was done for, and uh, he he gets in. Of course, Mister Gold Jacket gets in. Um, <laughs> So, at halftime, we go in, and it is, what, 20, 28-17? 21-17. 21-17. And then you get a yeah. scoreless, scoreless third quarter, and then they should start putting the nails in the coffin. Damian Williams with a three-yard touchdown run, a 60-yard pass to Sammy Watkins, and the next thing you know, it's 35-17. And they get, you know, Tennessee made it look – Better than it was, yeah, right? because it it would it was not looking good, and for the announcers were trying to give Tennessee every 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 chance, but with four minutes and you're down thirty, even when they scored, it was thirty five twenty four, and you're not going to two more scores. Yeah, you're not going to get two more scores against Kansas City and not give up a score to them. Uh, I'm sorry, unless you know, like you said, Patrick Mahomes is not on the field, but Kansas City. Punches their ticket. What is this? Their third Super Bowl ever. The first in fifty years. Yeah, they, I saw first in fifty years. That's Super Bowl three or four. They were in three. They went four. four. I think they went four, okay, and they the went the very first one. one. And they have they not. Lost the first one. Did they win number four? I think they won number four. If okay, I'm not mistaken. Green Bay beat them in the first one. So number four, you think? Okay, Kansas City. I believe they beat we'll Minnesota. We're looking at our first Super Bowl show. That's all right. Yeah, they yeah. beat they beat Minnesota, and 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 uh, so they're one and one here. But I mean, gotta take my hat off to the Kansas City defense. I mean, after that second quarter, Derrick Henry was pretty much taken out of the game. I mean, he had majority of his yards rushing came in the first quarter. I, he ended up with 69, right? 69 yards. That's the first. I mean, you yeah. think about that. He had 190 and 180 in the last two postseason okay. games, and they hold him to 69. Right. Yeah, Kansas City's defense stepped up big time. Ryan, so did Drabel, did he avoid, he stopped the run too early? You know, or should he have kept feeding him in the third quarter? I, they, they did feed him in the third quarter. They did, but they just couldn't get any yards. They couldn't get any okay. yards. They had they had a guy that was coming. As soon as he saw it was a run, this guy was shooting a gap, and he and I mean he was making the majority of the plays at the line of scrimmage or in the backfield on Henry. Uh, and I, I think after that they saw that. I think they just pretty much gave up on the run, and they they had got behind. So, but here's the thing, Tannehill. He is he he made a big difference in that team. He did, no doubt about it. Mariota, if Mariota stayed starting, no. they would they would not have made the playoffs. But you no. cannot put all your eggs in one basket and and then have Ryan Tannehill try to save you right now. Not with you know it, when they stopped Derrick Henry, that took away the play action, that took away everything, and Tannehill, you know the the Kansas City is the defense, best receiver Corey Davis. Is that their best receiver? Brown. Corey Davis, what is or Corey Davis or what is his name? A AJ Brown. Okay, yeah, that, Corey Davis then. Okay. Well, <laughs> Brown is a rookie, and Brown's come a long way 
this year, especially the second half of the season. He's been one of the keys to this run they, they've had, too. But Tannehill is going to have to get some some more weapons besides them. Uh, maybe a, a better tight end than what he got. Well, although the tight end did catch a touchdown at the end of the game, but he's going to have to get some more weapons around him. If, now, now this, you know, a couple weeks ago, Tannehill was the answer for Tennessee. Now people are going online on on social media saying, "Well, should they sign him now?" And I'm like, "Yes, definitely. You sign him to another contract. Give him that chance. And I mean, just let him keep building." You like Tannehill? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Tannehill yeah, made yeah. a difference. I mean, they were not You're doing going back to Mariota. No, and Mariota, you know, I saw his comment this morning that he still feels like he can start somewhere. Uh, and maybe, maybe the XFL or the Canadian Football League are looking for start oh, quarterbacks. Because the, the arena's, the arena's yeah, pretty much folded. So an XFL may yeah. have some uh, a place for him. Wow. Because uh, what I saw of, of him, he is not an NFL start right. quarterback right now. Yeah. So, Andy Reid. Let's talk about Andy Reid. If there ever is a deserving – his second Super Bowl appearance, of course, the first was with the Eagles and a loss to the Patriots, which I don't know if you saw yesterday. They kept harping on this so much that uh, Mike Vrabel scored a touchdown, pretty much the game-clinching touchdown in that Super Bowl uh, against the Eagles. So that was that was harped on a lot. But Andy Reid, definitely one of the most deserving uh, coaches to get a Super Bowl win. Here's my question. Somebody asked me this the other day, and I want to see what you think. If okay. Andy Reid doesn't win the Super Bowl, does he get in the Hall of Fame? Oh. But I think he's going to have another chance. As long as Mahomes stays healthy, I think they're back again with him. Okay, well, let's say, let's say. So, so if he loses this one, I, I think the jury's still out. So, I, you, you, I'm just saying, if he, if he, let's say. He decides to retire after this Super Bowl. He doesn't win. It's gonna be hard. Be you hard. think so, really? Yeah. I mean, you I'm, need that ring as a coach. Well, I mean, you look at. Let's see here, and I'm gonna look this up real quick. So bear with me, guys. I want to compare. They put the Eagles in the NFC Championship a lot. Yeah, they were there a lot, and I and, and there's one. But he could win for once. This is his second championship win, right? He's like two and four. Yeah. Yeah, he he hadn't been. I mean, he didn't go to but one Super Bowl with uh, with the Eagles at all. Yeah, he had T.O. back then. Let's see, coaching record for. Yeah, he had. You know, I, I did see Donovan McNabb was one of the first people to congratulate him online. Well, that's good. Yeah, I'm gonna look at his Andy Reid. And he shipped him away. His career, and I don't know how this if this is. Up to date or not, 217, 142, and 1. So, winning percentage of 604. All right. I think he's 2 and 4 in championship games. Yeah, he is. He is. He's only. 0 oh, and 1 in Super Bowls. Yeah, I think he needs to win the cement. If he doesn't win, it's a. Eh, maybe. He's not going to retire, though, if he loses. He's got Patrick Mahomes in his prime. Why would you retire? No, no, I don't think he's going. To, I'm just saying hypothetically. You know, if he okay. if he was not to win another Super Bowl, then or his first Super Bowl, yeah, yeah, it just depends. I, I think it's not a slam dunk. No, I'm looking. I'm looking at a. Uh, it's just not. 
I know some uh, coaches make it without winning, but I, I think it's harder than a player who doesn't win. All right. Like, this is a guy that, that everybody – This now listen, bear with me on this. This is a guy that – he's not in the Hall of Fame, but there's a lot of call for him to be in the Hall of Fame. Hey, number one. That I'm comparing Andy Reid to. There's, there's people that are okay. outraged – there's a lot of people that are outraged that he's not in the Hall of Fame yet. So this is Don, Don Coryell. You remember the coach? Wow, I'm he was, surprised he's not because he didn't. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, he's you're surprised. All right, right. You're surprised he's not in the Hall of Fame, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what his his career coaching record in the NFL is? Yes. One fourteen eighty nine and one. Never won a Super Bowl. Can you give you a percentage on that? Uh, it, just... it doesn't give me a percentage. Okay. Hold on, let me see. All right, that's... No, it doesn't give me a per... Hold on. Okay, that's, that's a good percent. Whatever it is, I'm sure. You said 114 and 80? Now, they, they counted... Like now, just his regular season... Okay, I can give you a percentage on just the regular season. Regular season, okay. now, he was 111 and 83 and 1. That's 572. And no. we, we said... We said Andy Reid, 217, 140. It's got to be better than 572. 111 and 80. It's got to be better than 572. Well, that's what I'm looking at right here, bud. I don't know. I'll have to look at it. but Well, that may be right because... But 111, he's only... Andy Reid's won 100 more games than him, almost. And they've been to... All right, let's look at how many... He went to... Coriel went to two AFC Championship games and lost both. Okay. And I'm just saying, this is the this is the same guy that you couldn't believe was not in in the Hall of Fame. And then you right. got and then you got Andy Reid up here, who's won over a hundred more games than him because he's got 217 wins. And let's look at his postseason record. And we're going on the Andy Reid trail now. That's all right. He's fourteen and fourteen so, in the postseason. Okay, that's five hundred exactly. Yeah, he's five hundred now. AFC Championship game, he's lost. He's lost one, won one now. Uh, NFC Championship game, lost one, won one, lost one, lost one, lost one. So three losses, four four losses in the NFC Championship game, one win, one loss in the AFC Championship. Okay. And and one win. So it's two and five then. Okay, so it's two and five. Yeah. Because he okay. lost. He's lost to the. He should have won it last year. He should have won last year. Yeah, he lost to the Rams the in two thousand one. Lost to the Buccaneers in two thousand two. Three straight, four straight years he went to the uh, NFC Championship game. Lost to the Panthers in two thousand three, and then then won in two thousand four to go to the Super Bowl against the Patriots. Lost to Arizona in 2008 in the NFC Championship game. So, yeah. His record his record alone in Philadelphia is just as good as Coriel's was in, uh, in San Diego. 111 and 83. That's what I'm saying. He has to win to get to be, you know, a short and... 
Play. But what I, right now, I don't know. I, I'm just saying he's deserving. He even without, yeah, even to me, without this Super Bowl win, he is deserving of the Hall of Fame. With two, you know, you got over 200 wins. Yep, I can see it. Yeah, I, I, somebody just just made that, asked me that question though. They want to know what I thought, and I said, you know, I think he can get in without it. But they were they were like, oh, well, we, I think he needs it. They were about like you. I think he needs it to get assured. So, yeah. all right. So enough about that game. So the Kansas City Chiefs move on to Super Bowl Fifty Four, which will be held in Miami, Hard Rock Stadium, Miami Gardens, Florida. Uh, I'm looking at some of the the national anthem sung by Demi Lovato, and then the uh, whatever. Halftime show, Jennifer Lopez and Shakira. I've heard of both of them, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I, I've got a, a, a quick question for you. We talked about this before. Do, what is, does the NFL have something against rock bands? They're getting old. Yeah, what, what I mean, Jennifer Lopez is getting old, too. We're, I'm, tired of, I'm tired of sitting here listening to... Uh, you know, and I know, I know the reason why they have them there. Ago. That's that's a Miami area. Jeff Lopez, Shakira, are are real really popular in that area. Yeah. So that's why they have them there. But gosh, knows do something like that. I tell you, who I want to be there. I know I you want to be Dragon. there. Imagine, Imagine Dragons. Dragon. Okay. Or Ed Sheeran. You know, and, and that's what I'm saying. Mix it up. I don't want the same old, same old every year. And it seems like it gets. Yeah, I agree. It gets worse. Who do you want there? You want Chris Daltrey? No, no, not necessarily. I just want somebody. You know, get a Metallica there. Get a Guns N' Roses oh, there. Oh, I'll do that. Oh, heck yeah, I like that. Better. I mean, something like that. To you know, that's young. Young people don't know who they are, though. Especially Guns N' Roses. Believe me. Believe me. This younger generation knows more than you think about. Doesn't your daughter listen to retro stuff? I know mine does. Yes. So this younger generation is very... I've got guys that I coach that they wanted me to make a playlist for the football when they're warming up. And I'll guarantee you 75% of it was 80s rock. Or, Or even further back. One of the teams that we had... And this was just a couple years ago. The basketball team ran out to paint it black by rolling the rolling stones. That's sixty. That's what I'm saying. Even further back than the '80s. So, I mean, yeah. you know, they're they're aware of this. I think they could do good with somebody like that. You know, look at look at what we got now. But Motley, Motley here's the thing. they make the but they make the artists pay a million dollars. Well, that's like Taylor and Shakira are paying a million dollars. Well, you know. I don't think Metallica or Guns N' Roses would have any problem paying a million dollars. No, but they don't need to. But put a, put some. No, I don't know. But I agree with you. They should be. They, they need to go a little heavier than what they've been doing. Now you know. Now the last the last one that stands out to me that was good Prince. I remember the Prince's halftime show was yeah. really good. You know, but I haven't really watched them. I glanced at them. I haven't really watched them a whole lot here lately, just because it's not something for me, I guess. I, last year was Justin Timberlake, right? I believe. Yeah, and see, but, you know, that one bad. I, I don't mind Justin Timberlake. I, I didn't like it because I only knew one song. Well, you know, 
Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake's an entertainer. I don't mind Justin Timberlake. I just and, and here's the thing, Justin Timberlake, the the music, and Jennifer Lopez music, Justin Timberlake music, they all come from that same era, the 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 mid nineties, late nineties, early two thousands. You're getting you're getting stuck in that era. Move it around a little bit. Get yeah. you know, I'm not just I'm saying talking about go back to the eighties. I'm talking about get somebody current. Or go back to the go back to the eighties, do something like that. Don't go it seems like they're stuck in that era. And that wasn't one of my favorite eras at all. But anyway. Ninety. You know hey, the late nineties and day. early two thousands were green not day. <laughs> Yeah. See, I, that's 90s grunge oh Pearl Jam I was, well you know and you know we're on, we're on a music tangent by the way you, you know, know Pearl Jam is coming out with a new album right yeah can we understand them this time oh my gosh jeez <laughs> I like I like Pearl Jam but man jeez. some of his songs well, like what did he say yeah so <laughs> Okay. Just looking, and, and here's what we got to look forward to. Fox has got the the, the uh, telecast this year. Broadcast. So yeah. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Thank God the Cowboys aren't playing this year because they would be uh, they would be all over that. Jeez. Yeah. And the call. What do you want to take a guess at the cost of a thirty second commercial? If the final score a million. Put, try again, Junior. Cost of a. <laughs> You're not even sniffing it. Going? Are nope. you serious? Nope. I don't even guess know. again. You'll get there by Four the fifth guess. $5.6 million. We got that in our budget. Worth it. I don't see how that's worth it. I don't see how it's worth it either because, you know, I've watched a lot of uh, commercials uh, for the... Uh, Super Bowl and it hasn't made me want to go out and buy five point six million dollars worth of stuff. I want to see. I like the Budweiser Clydesdale commercial. I like those. I don't drink Budweiser. Does that make I you go like out and buy Budweiser? <laughs> I mean, it's I've nice that you like it. It's nice that you like it, but you know, I'm like I like the this. horses, but no, I've never bought any. Anhe- is it Anheuser Busch? I don't know who owns Bush. any of that. No, Bush. Yeah. So, no, I just like the horses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, we're we're uh, we're gonna move on because we're getting, like you said, we're getting we're getting out of the. Uh, we could just have a like random podcast talking about random stuff. Go ahead. That wouldn't be hard to do for us. Um, so the second game, the NFC Championship game from oh, not much of a game. Levi's Stadium, a big difference in temperature there, fifty-eight degrees. No, you know. Slight chance of precipitation. I love San Francisco. Dude, I would so live there. Uh-huh. It is in my top five places I would live. But, again, tangent. Well, two thirteen and three teams matched up against the other. Number, number one and number two seeds, just like it's supposed to work out. Uh, but, and then like we said, the going into in quality of those 13 and three. Exactly. Exactly. The, the game early in the year was a total domination by by San Diego on Monday Night Football. I believe it was Monday Night. Yeah, at San Francisco. And the way we talked about last week, and I think we both agreed, that Green Bay showed us nothing in in uh, in beating Seattle that made us think they could compete with San Francisco. And 
Boy, were we right. When we're right, we like to toot yeah. our own horn, so toot, toot, right. toot, toot, toot. <laughs> um, man, this was, this got ugly in a hurry. 27 to nothing at the half. What about Raheem yep. Mostert? This is a guy. Yeah, where'd he come from? Where'd he come from? This guy had been with how many teams? Was it six? Six teams? Yeah, he got cut by six. You posted it, yeah. That, but if Kevin Coleman hadn't got hurt, we'd be saying Kevin Coleman ran all over. Well, he was, he was, you know, I think, I think he would have still ran, but they'd have split. They'd have split, they'd have split the carry because he was already in the first quarter. He was already on fire. I mean, he was just he that was, big third mate play, right? Where he yeah, a a thirty-six yard run to lead it off. Yeah. I mean, this guy got cut. the run play on third mate. Who calls your run play? That's, that was awesome. That was Kyle great. Shanahan. Apparently, Kyle Shanahan does. Look, he's been yeah. with the, the Eagles and the Jets cut him from the practice squad. Then you, then he was okay. with Cleveland, Baltimore, Miami, and Chicago, who gave him no touches. And this guy yeah. ends up with 200. Most of those teams had a plenty of good people, though. The Cleveland Browns? Nick Chubb and now, the this kicker, wasn't this hurt. wasn't this wasn't when Nick Chubb. Oh, was not there. this year. No. Oh, okay, never mind. No, man. I take that back. All Miami right. Dolphins. Okay. Jay, a guy, a guy. but he's not there. Okay, and Baltimore. Okay, this was times when they were. This was times when they were. I'll have to look up his actual. I thought you meant this year. No, this is all his places. He, this, he was uh, cut. Okay. This was okay, before. This was before he got a single carry in his career. He was oh wow, he was cut by those teams. But he and then he, I mean, yeah, you guys out there, you 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 think about it. This guy only ends up with uh, two hundred twenty yards rushing in the NFC Championship game, and count them four touchdowns. Four touchdowns yeah. rushing. I'm telling you. One of those rushing touchdowns at the end of the half, he buried one of the Packers' defensive backs. I mean, buried him right there at the goal line. He was running hard. And, I mean, the so, name it makes me think of, what? you know who I think of when you say this Moster guy came out of nowhere? Smith. Who? Timmy Smith? Timmy Smith. But here's the thing, Timmy though. Smith. Here's the thing. You, looking at his regular season stats, it shouldn't surprise anybody. He had 772 yards rushing, eight That's touchdowns. Solid. And he had to fight against Breida. Breida, Kevin Coleman. Coleman. I mean, so, I mean, yeah. I'm looking, I want to see his uh, career. And they, they're not giving it to me here. Career, what years he was with who. Maybe this would tell me up here. Good old Wikipedia. I looked at ESPN. Wikipedia. That's right. All right. right. Here we go. Here we go. He was with the Eagles in 2015. Practice squad member only. Never got to the main roster. The Dolphins in 2015. Now, I'm going to look and see if they'll let me bring up the Miami Dolphins 2015. I want to see their roster. But we'll and we'll get back to this. Didn't they have Lamar Miller back then? I think they had Lamar Miller, right? Whatever. 
Man, here, man, this is like deep cuts, man. Let's let's finish talking guy, about. I don't like a guy was there yet, but go ahead. Yeah. Let's finish talking about this game. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Now his stats. He his stats look good except for two picks. He threw a costly pick right at the end of the half. Um, that ended up turning into that last, last most 18-yard touchdown run. And, man, that hurt. I, I don't think they would have came back, but well, that hurt. The turning point was the fumble at 17 nothing, where Rodgers didn't even try to get the ball back. He just, like, backed away and went to the sideline. Who did that remind you of? Cam Newton. Cam Newton in the, in the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl against Denver. And, but, but you know that what? in there, Rodgers. But you know what, though? Nobody yeah. is going to talk about that like they did about Cam Newton. They should. Why is that? This Because Aaron Rodgers is supposedly the GOAT. Well, guess what? The no, GOAT not. is dead. He's not the GOAT. This guy. The goat is in New England. Well, everybody's talking about the GOAT. The GOAT. He did not look yeah. like the GOAT. He can sit down and flap his lips like he did after that interception. That interception at the end of the first half was his fault. He threw behind the guy. Oh, it was. It was ugly. The fumble. The fumble the ball. You know where it is. Yell ball, something. Get down there. He's not going to go after the ball. This that is the playoffs. Is this is the NFC it's Championship the game. NFC Championship, yes. I agree. I never, I never... Never, ever, ever, ever want to hear Aaron Rodgers talk anything about another player or one of his coaches. It's like a hustle. Exactly. Now, I don't think he could have got the ball. I really don't think he could have got it. Make the so effort. You need to dive down there and try. Yeah. Maybe something you do affects something else. Make the effort. Yeah, it was horrible. I agree. How much money does he make? Does he make $30 million? Too much. Too much. And I think it was his fault. I heard the analyst. It was his fault for not getting that ball. Like, on the snap, he caused the fumble. It's probably, probably was. But he, you won't ever hear him say that. I, he's, right, starting right. To, he's starting to really, really irk my nerves. And he's 36, right? He yeah, I hope he will. I know you Packer fans out there love him to death, but he, he really irks my oh, nerves with great. his attitude. He's great, but I mean, yeah. I'll t- and he I'll tell no you muscle. this. And I'll tell you another thing that I noticed at the start of the game. Debo Samuel only had two catches okay. in the game, but that was in the first quarter. On, and in both of those catches, I think one time got him out, they were pinned deep, and he caught a pass and took off for a while. Two catches for 46 yards, but he set the tone earlier because how many quarterbacks win, and we have to look this up, how many quarterbacks win an NFC championship game Going and this is the only quarterback that was in the game. He did not come out. This was four quarters, six for eight, for seventy-seven yards. He threw eight yeah. times in the NFC Championship game and won thirty-seven to twenty. He didn't need to. I know. Most of with four touchdowns, and that was it. Most of was it. The, the, well, they didn't need anything. No, and you got to take your hat off. I'll take my hat off to Aaron Jones for the uh, for the Packers. He ran hard. Hey, but, you know, just like you said, the turning point was 17 to nothing, that fumble, because they, they, they were driving. They were driving yep. down the field, and then all They're of a sudden it was done. 20, 26. 
Yeah. Yeah, it was done then. And then they take off down the field, and I think they ended up uh, getting a field goal on that one. So make it 20 10 points off Aaron Rodgers' turnovers right there. And then, In the second quarter. Yeah. And so that would have made it, let's say he didn't turn the ball over then, that would have made it 27-20. They would have been in striking distance. So, hello, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I, want yep. you, I, I wonder what would happen if, if one of the other players or one of the other coaches came out and criticized him the way he does some of the, their players. It wouldn't be pretty. Yeah, they'd, be gone, they'd be gone tomorrow probably. So, just total domination. That defense for um, for San Francisco, it wasn't as dominating as the, the Minnesota game, but, man, jeez. You never felt like – you never felt like Green Bay was in this game. Never. I never felt like they it. They weren't. I don't think they had the right attitude going in either. They were no. so nonchalant coming in. I don't think they were, like, pumped up. They weren't ready to go. It was almost like they were just going through the motions. Like, they thought, well, we, we can't win yep. anyway. Yeah. I, I don't know. But especially the first half, they didn't even try. How do you and do that? And a lot that? of that was garbage time. How do you do that in in the Super Bowl? I don't know, but there's no guarantees to get back to the NCAA championship game. You lay it all out right there. Ask, you know, ask Dan Marino. Ask Dan Marino. Yeah. You don't get a chance for the Super Bowl too many times. So uh, Aaron Rodgers, as good as, no matter how good you think you are, you know, you may not get there again. You're in the twilight of your career. Believe me, you're on the downside. Because I think football is one of the hardest sports to get to the championship game because it's a winner-take-all, one-game playoff. Yeah. So, what, six people make it on each side. So six out of 16 in each conference make it, which is low. And then there's a one-game, anything-can-happen playoff. Yeah. Do you think Baltimore would have lost the best-of-seven series against Tennessee? Oh, no. No. They'd have been 4-1. They'd have lost the first one. They'd have won the next four games. Yeah, I mean, I think. that's what you get into when you're in this. I do, I do say this. There was a – somebody posted on Facebook yesterday, about the end of the game, saying, you watch – after this game, the Green Bay head coach will be fired. I was like, oh, you have lost your mind. No. First year. Second year, right? This first is his first year, and he gets to the NFC Championship yeah. game. Come on. They didn't lose it because of yeah, the coaching. Right. It was not because of the coaching. Right. Believe me. But, you know, come on, guys. Give them a break with that crap. I think they played above their heads the entire year. We talked about this earlier. That 13-3 and three was kind of, um, yeah. what do you call it, paper tiger? Paper, paper they, champions. They were, Paper champion. They weren't as good as their record. All right, let's they look really at weren't. that. Let's look at that. Now they started off three and zero with wins over Chicago, Minnesota, they a weak division. Minnesota, and Denver. Yep. They end up losing to okay. Philadelphia. Come back and beat Dallas, Detroit, Oakland. I did not realize they beat Kansas City. Oh, Green Bay beat. Oh, was that without Patrick Mahomes? Though? I think you know, that may have been without his, Mahomes. Uh, yeah. They lose to the Chargers. Beat Carolina. Lose. They get demolished by San Francisco. Then you got yep. the Giants, the Redskins, the Bears, the Vikings, and the Lions. 
So who did they lose to? Who were the three teams they lost to? Three teams they lost to was Philadelphia, the Chargers, and the 49ers. Chargers is a horrible loss. Chargers were not good this year. That's a bad loss. And, I mean, just looking at – I mean, they we've said it before, and even some Green Bay fans I've seen talk said they were one, they were the worst 13-3 and team in football. I agree. And, you know, beating Seattle at Lambeau, that, that was something. But, you know, come on. You, you, I'm shocked they did that. I was kind of shocked myself. The only reason I picked them was because Lambeau field conditions – and something yeah. about that they field. They got to a good start in the game and just held on, too. Yeah, 21-3 to at the half, and then they held on the second half and and, and managed to, to make it happen. All right. Clutch third down throws by Rogers. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So we're going to look here at Mo- Raheem Mostert at what the roster was. All right, 2015, the Miami Dolphins. He was on their roster. That they were their running backs were Jay Ajay, Lamar Miller, he was good, and Damian Williams. And Lamar Miller's good. All right. Oh my God, Damian. Okay, there's a reason why he got cut then. So I can understand. I can understand really that. Yeah. So 2015, okay. he was also with the Baltimore Ravens. Now let That's me. Who they have? Let's look up their roster. We got some blazing internet speed, right? Yeah. Tell me about it. Mm-hmm. Make them an update when you're going to go um, high speed. Okay, okay. Javorius Allen. Okay, no. Terrence McGee. No. Terrence West. Hey, I don't know how he got beat out by those three guys. Okay, so also, let's see. He bounced around from team to team. So in, in 2015, he was with three teams. 2015, the Cleveland Browns. Who'd they have at the time? Yeah, bear with me. Because pre-Nick Chubb. And you know Cleveland always need help. They got a good, solid running back lineup now with Chubb and Hunt. The Hunt may be a free agent, though, right? Uh, He might. I don't know. I I can't remember what his. Okay, they're not giving me a roster for them right here. Let's see. Okay. I don't remember who they had. Trying to see the draft. I don't see they. Duke Johnson was drafted that year. Duke Johnson's not bad. No, he's okay. not bad. But beat him. well, yeah. So Duke Johnson is realistic. That's fine. Final I can roster. see how Duke can be picked over. Okay, him. here we go. Isaiah Crowell. Duke, he's okay. Duke Johnson. He's okay. Daryl Richardson and Glenn Winston. So two of them were really, two of them were decent. They're, they play. Yeah. He could have made the third back there. Definitely. He could have been number one back in Baltimore. Yeah. So the next year, he goes to the Jets. He's on the practice squad, doesn't play. But then he goes over to the to the Bears. 2016 Chicago Bears. It's amazing how this guy bounced around. Jordan, I think they had Jordan. Is it Jordan Matthews? They had Jordan Matthews. And they was had he there by then, Cohen. though? That's what I'm wondering. If he, I don't know. I if he they, was, had, they might have had Tariq Cohen as well. Maybe I'm. They were three and thirteen that year. Okay. Who they have? Jordan Howard was a rookie. 
Jordan Howard. That's Braylon it. Addison. Jordan Howard's good. Nope. Kadeem Carey. Nope. And Jeremy Langford. So he could have made second there. I mean, who, who else? Well, he... It's a crapshoot sometimes with his talent stuff too. And then he then he ends up with the Forty Nineers. He's been there since two thousand sixteen. So, uh, yeah, he's done well. It's 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 amazing what what you what you see. How many people he he was with before he actually got a carry. I mean, never got a carry with any of those teams. Let's see. What not the only 2016 he had his first attempt as a 49. That was one rush for six yards, and then it goes up. Oh, that's a good average. Six carries for 30 yards the next year, 34 carries for 261 yards in 2018, and this year 137 carries for 772 yards. And there were some injuries this year that helped him get on the field, right? Wasn't Breida hurt? Yeah, Breida was hurt. Yeah, yeah, but you know, got hurt. Let's see. Hey, he made the most of his opportunity, and look at him now. He he got his opportunity in um, in 2018. He fractured his arm, his forearm, in, in a uh, Thursday night football game against the Raiders because he scored his first touchdown okay. on a 52 yard rush in third quarter. Fractured his forearm in the game, placed on injured reserve in November, um, and no telling. So he signed. He actually signed a three year contract extension with the 49ers this year. So he, he's he's there for a while, and they saw something with that, that 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 made them think that yeah we'll uh we'll we'll stick with him. So now we've got we've got it set. Super Bowl is set. Two thirteen three. Super Bowl next week, right? Where we're really gonna die yeah, we'll really get get into it next week. Number one seeded in the AFC, San Francisco 49ers, thirteen and three. Head coach Kyle Shanahan against the number two seed in the AFC, twelve and four. Kansas City Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. How much do you think? How big of a difference do you think it made with Miami beating New England and Kansas City getting that number oh, two huge. seed? Huge. Very, that was that was big. That was definitely big. There, I was like, you know, you, you sit back and think of it now. That was huge for Kansas City. Well, they'd have had to go to the Patriots the next week or go to Baltimore. I mean, they'd have had to get a much tougher road. They'd have gone to uh, they'd have gone to probably New England. I think they'd have been the third seed. Yeah, the higher the the third seed would have gone to the second seed, the fourth, and then the lower seed would have gone to number one seed in Baltimore. So Tennessee right. would still play probably play Baltimore. So they'd have gone to the Patriots first. Wait a, minute, wait a 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 minute. As a third seed, they would have had to go to the Patriots. So Here's the thing, third. Tennessee, no. One of those would have been knocked out because I think Kansas City would have played Tennessee in, in the wild card. Right, but and then that, four or five, the four, whoever the four or five game winner was, who would have gone the, to Baltimore. Who were the other two? Houston. Buffalo. Houston Buffalo. and Buffalo. So Houston would have ended up right. playing... Baltimore. Let's say, Baltimore. Let's say Kansas yep. City did they'd have beat. Gone to the Patriots. Let's say Kansas City did beat Tennessee. They'd have gone to play the Patriots. So. Right, and then after the Patriots, they probably would have had to play Baltimore. Yeah. Would they have beaten the Patriots in Foxborough and then the Ravens at Baltimore? Probably yeah, not. Probably not. Back to back. So that was that was huge right there. Nobody's really talked about that a whole lot. 
but that was huge there. Okay. Now, what are we going to talk about next? Let's talk about... Uh, you said a little bit about the Pro Bowl and then some other Pro stuff, Bowl. Right? I mean, Pro Bowl. <laughs> Why are we still playing this Why game? Are we, exactly. I'm going to look up 2019 Pro Bowl roster. And, it, of course... For one, none of my players make it because we suck. But I don't watch it. It's not like... I can remember back when I was a kid watching it because it was a week after the Super Bowl then. And everybody... Everybody played. Yeah, unless they were hurt. So... Yeah, now people don't play. I mean... It must make money. It it must make money. It's the only reason they're still doing it. They don't go to the... I was at a skills competition. Name the team, have a skills competition, and be done with it. Yeah. They don't go, you know, they're still, they're having it in Florida. I want them to go back to Hawaii. It's in Orlando, right? Yeah. Camping World Stadium in Orlando, Florida. Uh, All right, so here's, here's the roster by position. Wide receiver. DeAndre Hopkins, who is out with a uh, injury, he's replaced by Cortland Sutton from the Broncos. Listen now, Keenan Allen from the Chargers, he's out. I think that's right. Yeah, another one out with an injury. Jarvis Landry from the Browns, Tyreek Hill from the Chiefs, who will not be there, of course. Uh, DJ Chark from the DJ Chark from the Jacksonville Jaguars replaces Hill. Wow, that's a deep. I mean, you're looking at. Quarterback Lamar Jackson, he'll be there. Mahomes will be out. So now Ryan Tannehill is taking Mahomes' place. All right. Tight end. I'm looking at the ones that are replaced now. Okay. Let's see. Travis Kelsey, of course, he won't play. He's replaced by Jack Doyle from the Colts. Mark Ingram should be there unless he... Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb. I know these Ravens were not planning on playing in the Pro Bowl, but ha-ha! <laughs> Joey Bosa from the Chargers. Frank Clark from the Chiefs. So, Josh Allen from the At this point... If I was a Ravens fan, I would not want Lamar Jackson to play in that game. Uh, I wouldn't he either. The only thing he can get hurt. Why play? Yep. I, I'm, I'm not a fan anymore. Uh, it granted, doesn't I don't mean, I mean they, they've but. taken it out. I mean, they've really taken it out. So you got six Chiefs that have to be replaced. And you've got... Mm, how many? Four Probably 49ers. Four. Probably one of the Bosa's. Yeah. How many? Four. Wow. You got okay. Bosa, the fullback who I can't say his last name, Juzik, George Kittle, and Richard Sherman. Huh. The Saints had seven. I can't believe the Saints had more than the 49ers, which that goes... Uh, yeah, yeah, I think they need to quit this thing. All it is is just people to get hurt. I don't like it. I'm just looking at... The Steelers had six. Wow. Redskins had two. Two. Oh, the kicker, the punter. Yeah, Tressway. And who else? Brandon Sheriff. 
So we we pretty much agree that they don't need to have this game anymore. Nobody cares about it yep. anymore. Not even the players care about it anymore. I don't no, know if they, they get hey. If they get money or what? They, uh, get they, money. they must but get you know money. What happens but... after the Super Bowl? What happens after the Super Bowl? The next week. XFL is coming. Saturday, February 8th, week one of the XFL. And boy, are we looking forward to it. We have to do our XFL preview show sometime. Uh, looking at the schedule. We can do that after the Super, like, Super Bowl talk and preview, right? Yeah. I don't know. Saturday, February 8th. you got two, ga- two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday. Both are televised. Fox, Fox has got two games that weekend. And ESPN and wow. ABC have one apiece. So all the games are televised. I'm just looking at the schedule. Wait a minute. There's, as there are 10 teams, right? There's 10 teams. You mentioned four games. There's there was, one game that's not. So there are there eight teams? I'm looking at the schedule. There's eight teams. Yeah. I'm looking at the schedule. And it's televised. Each game is televised. Okay, so the first week we talk, Seattle goes to D.C., and that'll be 2 p.m. That'll be 2 p.m. on ABC. And then L.A. at Houston, 5 p.m. on Fox. Sunday. See, every, evidently a team, two teams get off a week or something because I don't see. Okay, never mind. Never mind. I thought I they had 10 teams. Uh, no, I don't think. Well, let me see. I'm looking they at the have coaches. Eight? They've got eight teams. Okay, then four teams is it. Yeah, that's it. So, looking at the schedule, Tampa Bay at New York on so, Sunday at 2 on Fox, and then St. Louis at Dallas yeah. at 5 on ESPN. So, each week I, I don't, yeah. each week has, has each, two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday. That's fine. I don't want to spoil our XFL like, talk, but I want to ask one question now, and then we can like, save the rest. Right. Will it make a complete season, or will it go the way of the AAFL? I think it'll make a complete season. I don't think Vince. I don't think Vince will let it go that way. You got to remember, Vince has got money. The people at at the AAF, whatever it was called, then they didn't have the backing that that, that this league has got. With uh, you know, Vince. Is he like a multi-billionaire? Yes. Like multi-billionaire. Yes. Graduate, graduate from East Carolina too. Vince McMahon. Yes. You didn't know that? Wow. ECU Dodgers. alumni. What year? Seventies? <sighs> it had or or, It had to be before forty seven. I'm gonna say seventies. I'm gonna say sixties, Glenn. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. Uh, yeah, he's he's a ECU graduate. Vince wow. man. All I knew was see. Sandra Bullock. Yeah, yeah. Sandra Bullock was too. Let me look it up here. But looking at these games, you know, you got Fox, ABC, Fox Sports, ESPN. Oh, they're ES- nighttime. I need a nighttime game. What's a well, nighttime game? I think game? the latest day that they're having their games is six o'clock. Until until we until week week nine. Well, there is a seven Get o'clock game. There is a set. Oh, never mind. Never mind. I'm wrong. On. Week five, Tampa Bay at LA. That's a nine o'clock game on ESPN. <laughs> wow! And then you got seven, some seven o'clock games, eight o'clock games. They've got one on Sunday, April the fifth at noon. 
a Thursday game at 8 o'clock in week 9 on Fox. Oh! They, they start playing the Thursday games in week 9 and week 10. And then you've got the playoffs. That's the last two weeks, right? Yeah, the playoffs start Saturday, April 18th, and the championship game is April the 26th. Wow. So, I'm looking forward to our preview show because i got a lot of questions. That'll be... I don't want yeah, to really do them now. That'll take us up right until uh, the draft time, too. But let's look at... I'm looking at the uh, coaches. I'm ready for the draft. Coaches for these teams. Dallas has Bob Stoops, who was at Oklahoma for a long time. He's the number one ranked coach in the XFL right now. Then you've got number two, Pep Hamilton from D.C. Where was he at? Never heard of him. Coaching career at Howard University. He coached under Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. Oh, wow. So... Let's see, he's number I two. I was near D.C. I think yeah, that Howard is in D.C. Yeah. Number three is June Jones, who coached for the Falcons, offensive coordinator for a long time, and he was with uh, Hawaii, head coach at Hawaii for a long time. So he's, that's a good coach there. Okay. Number four, Winston Moss, who was a former NFL player. He's with L.A., former linebacker. I think he was with the Packers. Uh, as an assistant coach with the Packers. So, yeah, he's had over 30 years of experience as an NFL player and a coach. Number five, Kevin, Kevin Gilbride. Of course, everybody, I don't know if you remember the thing he's most famous for. Do you remember? No. The, nope. With Houston. He's, he, now, he's coaching New York. He's coaching your team. Okay. He, he's coaching New York, but he was m- most well-known. For a sideline altercation with Buddy Ryan. Oh, they're on the same team, and Buddy Ryan punched him. Well, they were football players? No, coaches. You need to look that up. I remember this now. Yeah, I remember Buddy Ryan punching somebody. I know it was him. All right, number six is the team I'm going to pull for. St. Louis, the Battle Hawks. Jonathan Hayes, who is a longtime player in the NFL, was tight end. Uh, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, uh, but... He's coached under Bob Stoops. And let's see, what else has he got here? 37 years as a player and assistant coach in the NFL and at the college level. Wow. So this should, he wow. should be more offensive-minded. Uh, so he's a former Steeler, so I'm going to have to pull for them. At Mark Tressman, from, he's with Tampa Bay. He's a former Chicago, Chicago Bears coach and also... Let, he coached in the CFL three CFL Grey Cup championships. So, that should be interesting there. Well, I'm interested. I'll, I'll take a look. There's, um, I've still got another one here. There's one more left. Hold oh. on. Who is this guy? Jim Zorn, your boy. Seattle. For the Seattle franchise. You remember 2008, 2009? He was horrible. <laughs> He started six and two, and then went like two and twenty after that. Yeah, they they say if you remember the two thousand eight two thousand nine seasons for the Washington Redskins, you remember Zorn as those were his only two seasons as head coach. Started all right as the Skins had a winning season at five hundred, yet they were ranked fourth in the NFC East. The next season turned south for Zorn rather quickly as they fell fell to four and twelve. Never made it to posting as a head coach, so we'll have to wait and see if he puts a dent in the XFL. But that's Seattle. That's all the coaches there. 
I'm going to look through these rosters. Uh, first of all, Vince McMahon. Alma mater, ECU, East Carolina University. Let's see if they've got the year he graduated here. Now he, like he was 72. Probably so, 68 because he, he graduated from Fishburne Military School in 64. So. Okay, probably 68. All right. 68, McMahon graduated from ECU, East Carolina University with a business degree after and after a nondescript career as a traveling salesman, he was eager to assume a managerial role in his father's Worldwide Wrestling Federation promotion. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, his dad owned it? His dad, yeah, his dad had it. And, oh, uh, I thought he self-made it. No, no, he took it from his dad. And oh. now, now I'll tell you this: with with that, he blew it up though. Yeah, he they they were. You have to you have to oh, to know they were how, regional. They were regional. I, all of the wrestling organizations were regional then, and Vince decided to invade other territories and blew it up. I mean, with TV, they had a whole rock and roll wrestling connection, and and that it just went. He he was responsible for making it as big as it, as it got, and it, it I won't say it's big big time today, but it's big. It should be a lot better, but that's another story for another time. So they're the top league. They're the top league, and that AWN is the second one. AEW is is new. So, but then they've got another AEW. They've got another one called TNA. That's been around for a while, but I'll tell you what's interesting about TNA right now. We're going to go off track a little bit. Uh, I know you remember the Four Horsemen, right? Oh, yeah. You remember one of the horsemen's name was Tully Blanchard? Yeah. His daughter, Tessa, is wrestling in TNA. And this is kind of controversial now. It's caused a lot of flack with uh, some of the older right. wrestlers, some of the older wrestlers especially. She won not just the Women's World Heavyweight Championship. She won... The men's world heavyweight championship recently. Oh, that's yeah, that's a little. Hey, they got their name out there, there, right? Well, I don't know if it's done I any don't, good. I don't like it, but I don't know if it's done any good. A lot of the veterans are not, you know, and they make a good point where, okay, let's say she gets beat by another woman. She she's making it look like all these women can beat all the men there. And I'm not. I I, there's I'm nothing. Not a, I'm not saying anything about a woman can't do anything, but, you know. It's like a different division. Yeah. Or a different class. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. it's a lot of... Like, you can't let a guy win the women's one. No. It's opened up a lot of, a, a big old can of worms. So. I'm, I can see why. Yeah. All so, right. does she wrestle only guys now, or what? Well, it's, I get, I haven't watched it. I, I would okay. assume well, it's, it's but, open. I would assume it's football. open to anybody, but looking at these rosters, yep. I'm going to see who I recognize on these rosters. From uh, Landry Jones is a quarterback for the Renegades, Dallas. Philip Nelson, who is a former ECU quarterback, he's on that roster too. Uh, Cameron Artis Payne, Carolina Panther. Let's see. I'm looking. I'm looking. And now I may I may not recognize a lot of these guys. I'm just going by who I know. For some reason, James Folston Jr. at defensive end rings a bell. 
Uh, okay, Josh Hawkins, I recognize that guy. I think he, I actually think he might be another ECU player or either a Carolina player in college. Let's see. Bringing him up now. That's really all I r recognize for uh, Dallas and D.C. Cardale Jones is the quarterback there. That should... Okay, Josh Hawkins. Where did he play at? Don't show me where he played. East Carolina. Another East Carolina. Two East Carolina guys on that team. Um, that made me, make me pull for them a little bit. Cardale Jones... Eli Rogers, who was a former Steeler at wide receiver. Uh, <laughs> these guys are going to be, some of these guys are going to be household names in a while. So we're going to have to, Matt Elam, I recognize that name at safety. Karen Johnson. Okay, that's Houston, the Houston Roughnecks. Connor Cook is a quarterback there. Sammy Coates is another Pittsburgh Steeler. I recognize his name. Coney Ely. I think he played for the uh, Panthers. Savon Smith. I recognize that name. Yeah, I some of for the preview. Yeah, I'm just looking at... I'm going to just uh, look at some of... Look at a quarter. The Wildcats from Los Angeles. Josh Johnson is their quarterback. Let's just look at a quarterback. Hey, former Redskins. New York Guardians, Matt McGlone. That's your quarterback there, bud. Oh, he played for the Panthers, didn't he? Yeah, I think he's played for uh, uh, right many NFL teams. I want to say he was with the Raiders, too. Now, the Dragons. I'm not sure who their quarterback's going to be here. Brandon Silvers, B.J. Daniels, and Joe Callahan. Not sure who. I don't know who they are. The Battle Hawks. Their starting quarterback would be Jordan Tamu. I know Taylor Heineke. He played for the Panthers. Uh, he's one of the backups. Davon Grayson, a ECU pirate. So, it should be interesting. I mean, the Tampa Bay Vipers. Aaron Murray is their is their quarterback. I rem I remember him. Callaway, you remember Callaway, Antonio Callaway? I think that was his name. He went. He has been. He had been suspended. Yeah, he'd been suspended by yeah. the NFL, and now he's gone to the XFL. So, what did he do? Was it substance abuse? I think was it was it? something like that. Something like that. Yeah. But Man, why can't you just stay off the stuff to make millions? I don't understand. Well, it's not for us to understand. It's you know. You're playing a game that you love. You're getting paid to play a game that you love. And, you know, you take it. Some of them take it for granted. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's what happens when you take it for granted. You just think it's going to always be there and then it's gone. All right. So that's going to do it for this week. Lynn, do you want a hockey minute? Oh, man. The best defenseman on the Carolina Hurricanes broke his tibia. How do you say it? He broke his leg. Yeah. And is now out indefinitely. That's um, Dougie Hamilton. And that was a big blow. But Justin Williams, who's like 58 years old, really, I think he's like 38, has come back after being semi-retired for half a year. 
See, I think they'll make a wild card. I think they can make a wild card, but they're not going to get very far. I remember Williams back. He was there. He was there for the Stanley Cup run, right? Yeah, he's Mr. Game 7. He has played so many Game 7s. He's called Mr. Game 7. But the issue with the Hurricanes, their downfall is going to be goaltending. It really is. But they got a big two points uh, last night against the Islanders, who are ahead of them in the standing. So that was good. Yeah. I'll give you your hockey minute every week. You just make sure you remind me. Now, if we wanted to travel to go see a hockey game, who would we call? Oh, maybe we want to go on. We we want the Pro Bowl in Hawaii. Who would we call to make that trip happen? Go to truenorthvacations.com. And from there, there's a link to a phone number or an email, which is the best way where they can take care of you for free. Or if you wanted to control your own destiny, there's a way to get hotels and cruises on there as well. TrueNorthVacations.com. And you can find... And speaking of that, do we still have... And in February, we have some good news, too, right? Yes. February, we still have some good news coming. Uh, But we're going to save that. That's still on track? That's still on track. We're still on track. Yeah, we'll we'll make that announcement. As soon as I, I get the word, we'll make that announcement, and I'm really looking forward to that. Um... True North Vacations is the phone number there, 252-292-1934. TrueNorthVacations.com. Also, you know, we, we put these local businesses in on our notes of our podcast and when we put it on Facebook. And I've been meaning to try. This is the first time I've been to the Haggerty Steakhouse. We went, me and my wife, we went to the Travis Trick concert, Run Rapids Theater. Awesome show. It was an acoustic show. Awesome show. I know you're probably not a big fan of Travis Tritt. Might not even know who I'm talking about. but I know who he is. He's a country star. Yeah. Awesome show. I mean, guy was fantastic. But before that, we went to, and tried out Haggerty Steakhouse over on 414 Becker Drive Run Rapids. And when I say they've got one, some of the best steaks around, they've got some of the best steaks around, if not the best steaks. Melt in your mouth. Salad bar was awesome. You get all you can eat salad bar when you buy that. And they even have a where you can share a meal. Like a tw- you get twenty ounces of, of ribeye. I think it's twenty ounces of ribeye or twenty ounces of steak that you can share between twenty ounces. Twenty ounces of plus you get that's the huge. all you the all you can eat salad bar. Plus you get and that's for two people. So wow. So ten ounces a piece. Or however you want to divide it up, salad bar, side. You get a, I think you get a side with that too, for fifty-five dollars. Baked potato, baked potato. Baked, I like fries. I don't do baked potatoes. I do fries. Oh, okay. Do All fries. Right. So fifty, fifty-six. It's fifty-five, fifty-six dollars for that. You have to check it out. Uh, but twenty ounces of steak and and a salad bar and a side for fifty-six dollars is not a bad deal at all. If you can eat that much. Nice. That's I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm hungry now. So plus, you know, and I did see business is going good for them because they did a Valentine's Day. They were taking reservations for Valentine's Day for four different sittings, and they filled all those. They booked it all. It's already booked way in advance. So things are going good wow, over at Haggerty's. Okay. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, sometime we can get over there and do a live show. From from Haggerty, I'd be fun. He he has said something about he'd love to have us over there to do that. Um, Rich Square and Hopsky Markets, 
We talked about that before. You're talking about steaks. You want to cook your own steak? Go to Rich Quare and Ahosky Market. Uh, Rich Quare's number is 252-539-4300. Ahosky's 252-332-3368. And last but not least, I have to talk about the guy that is responsible for the final score hoodie that you see me putting online uh, for sale. Also, we got sweatshirts that we can get. Uh, we're going to look at t-shirts later on. But, yeah, uh, TD Sports, Troy Smith, Daryl Williams, they run TD Sports. Troy's pretty much the guy you want to talk to there. But check them out, TD Sports. On Great basketball coach, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. I Actually, if you haven't seen it, I posted a, a flashback picture. Uh, a couple, week, couple weeks ago, I did a flashback to our JV yeah, my our JV team, my ninth grade year, your seventh grade year. Uh, Troy was our coach then, and then today, I put a uh, picture of my senior year, just myself in my senior year. And uh, Troy was made sure he made a comment. And I'll tell this story, and then I'll I'll, I'll get off. We uh we had a really good team. Our ninth, my ninth grade year, we went to the conference tournament championship. We were second in the in the conference regular season. So we get in the and I know you probably remember this. First round of the conference tournament, we're playing uh, the last. I think the first place team got a bye. We have to play the last place team. Uh, Warren Academy. You remember them? I do. And they had one guy that was really good, and the rest of them were not as good. We went out thinking, you know, this is a pushover. We're gonna we're gonna win this, and we were. Uh, start I, myself and the four other starters were like, you know, let's just make a show out of this. We're going to show off and whatever. Halftime, uh, we are not, <laughs> we are not that much ahead. And matter of fact, we're making that one guy look like an NBA All Star. And there was a pass I threw, trying to be fancy. There was a pass I threw that was intercepted, and it was a wide. It would have been a wide open layup. And in the, at halftime, yeah, Coach Troy. Made sure he let me know about it, too, um, along with some other people. He didn't just single me out, but uh, told me that that pass I threw, his three-year-old daughter could have thrown a better pass. So, yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay. So we came out in the second half, pretty much put him away. But, you know, I'll, I'll always remember that because that was uh, – and that was something I put up there. He he made a comment on my picture, like, best pass in basketball. I said, so good a three-year-old could make it. So... <laughs> But yeah, we had some great times with with Troy. Uh, Troy helped with our baseball teams later on, and uh, just just a great guy. I also went on to be a very very successful, the best one of the best softball coaches around. I think I forgot how many state championships Northeast won when he was there. I'm sure he'll let us know. But just try to get him to come back and and do some more softball coaching. But he's so busy now. I don't I don't think he'd have time for it. But just a great guy, and, and these businesses, you go check these guys out, guys, uh, if you're around this area, they'd really appreciate it, and we would appreciate it as well, but next week, next week we will do our Super Bowl preview, we'll talk about every every aspect of the game imaginable, maybe we'll even talk about commercials, but uh We'll talk about, we'll do our little XFL, we'll have to do our XFL, half of it will be Super Bowl preview, half of it will be XFL preview for week one, and we'll go more into detail about the XFL. 
I'm really, I, I'm not about you, but I'm really glad football won't end after the Super Bowl this year. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, college basketball sucks this year. Yeah, uh, Carolina still still sucks. Losing to Pitt. And we're down 20 one time to Pitt. I was like, when I looked at my phone and saw they were down 20, I said, this isn't... It was a halftime. This isn't Duke. This isn't, uh, this isn't Kentucky oh, they're playing. This is Pitt. No offense, Pitt. I'm people. not even watching the games this year. I'm not even watching the games. Is Cole Anthony coming back? I don't think so. I think he's going to go straight to the draft. Somebody What's the point of him coming back? Somebody told me that he made the comment that he was coming back next year. But I haven't heard that. Uh, that's stupid. Well, I mean, here's the thing, though. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna carry this on a little bit. But here's the thing. If that's the case, how are they going to – they're just going by what he did in high school? He was good for those first two games, though. He was. Oh, yeah, he was. But well, we, he also wasn't playing high-caliber competition. Next year. I'm sorry, but Notre Dame – five-star guys coming. Yeah, Notre Dame. Well, yeah, that would make me want to stay a little bit so they could make me look a little bit better. Oh, good point. Yeah. Okay. We'll That's see. Legit. We'll see. But I, I, a lot of people calling for Roy to retire. I don't think. No, that's no, 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 no. Fans are so fans are so fickle, though, boy. But fans are so spoiled. fickle. Tar Hill fans are spoiled when they, they think, really are. When something just starts going wrong, and this has gone really wrong, then you know. <laughs> they 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 yeah, the wheels have fallen off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, guys, that is going to be That's it for this good. week. Lynn, I, I hope you make it home good. Well, I got another hour and six minutes. Another hour. We could we could record another show while you were doing that. Oh, my headset would have died by then. I've got my warning already. Okay, well, we need to get off here. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this week. As always, Lynn, great talking to you, and we'll see you next week on The Final Score.